So, what up, what up, what up, everybody? This is B Dog. This is the Red Eye Report. And yo, I'm coming through you with a cool old broadcast. I got my peoples in the building. Eddie, we over here talking about various topics. We're going to get it in. Everybody, say what up, what up, what up. Come on, let's get it in. Eyes slightly red. Oh, and this episode is brought to you by the lovely and wonderful Forbidden Fruit. It is a hell of a hit. You need to get on it. Come on now. So back to what we were talking about, big dog. So we were referring to, at this point in time, about the different aspects of um, what we can do in this world as far as achieving good goals and everything. You know, for me, as I hit this L, I tell people at home, like, you know, we do various things and shit, you know what I'm saying, to uh, achieve certain things. Like my big dog right here, he'll tell you. That you've been on the job for eight, ten years, right? right. Tell the people at home, yeah. like, how, what, is that, what does that mean to you? Because to, for one thing, let's give this man a round of applause for for being on the job for 18 years. And not only that, and I'm not saying it like this is not a based on color, but we're talking about, I mean, this is a black man that's been on the same job for 18 years. you got to be proud of that. Come on, big dog. Now tell us, how did you accomplish that? Because that's got to hey. be some hard shit. Hey. I mean, because, oh, and he's a tech guy at that. So come on now. And a tech guy. So that, that's a whole nother discussion that we won't even get into. But but but, uh, but tell us how it go down, though, get all. It's just, listen, I was uh, raised from a single mother. And okay. she, she really pushed us to achieve. But I, I want that kid that needed to be pushed a lot. I wanted to drive and okay. be successful. Right. And made some mistakes. You know, in my life, right, and got set back and set back. But I always try to think positive. Got to think positive. Like think positive about anybody, everybody, any situation. Come on. When you get mad and whatever, and the situation is like, you feel like it's like you can't get over it. Think positive about it, and that's controlling your emotions. Mm-hmm. Think positive about it, and then guess what? You figure it out. Well, let me ask you a question. So, so let me ask you, is this what allowed you to be able to stay there for all those years? You never thought about leaving that position or what made, that was the drive that made you stay? Well, let me ask you, is that what, what's, what's good? My, so my job, mm-hmm. I've, I've been on there going on 18 years. Okay. But I was in a situation that made me make a decision. Okay. So I... Had my kids. Mm-hmm. I have two kids that I found myself in a single dad situation. And what I did, I took the first opportunity available to me. But I went in there and I made it. I, I just worked hard. Like, it's just my mom raised me with morals. She raised me with uh, work ethics. And she just pushed me. Uh, and, and keep telling people work ethics pushing you. What would you give some people at home that's trying to, you know, they've been on their job three, four years. They might not be what they think. Should they? What is your advice to them to keep them there? Because I mean, look, man, I commend you. Because I'm gonna tell you, I didn't change job. Like, I don't want to begin to talk. You know what I'm saying? I'm in my fourth act. Come on. Well, well, for one, to get a job and hold a job, you gotta have some responsibility responsibility some ownership you got to know that someone 
or something, some situation is depending on you to make it happen. Once you accept that, that, hey, I've got something else on my shoulders other than me, and me is not depending on anyone else trying to handle it, you will commit to that job. You'll start figuring out ways to make it happen. I did my job. Starting on my job, they had all these different procedures. I loved writing. I loved reading. I created a standard operational procedure in the SOP. And all of a sudden, everything was done the same way off from how I was taught. And so you just got to you gotta be focused. You got to see opportunity. Like, just my reading and writing, love to do it. And I was so independent, I hated to ask anyone anything twice. I would write stuff down, keep notes, and computer age, I would save it in a Word document, and I'd name it like tidbits or uh, short notes, and you just got to go focused and just figure it out. Like, you get opportunities, you got to go do it. <coughs> you got to do it, big dog. That's what... A lot of people, listen, we all get opportunities and we all got special abilities. And a lot of people don't take advantage of the special abilities they got. Now, what you're telling the people at home is that you knew, is that the, is that the field you knew you were going to go into, started off young, or was that something that you stumbled bumble to over time as you grew? Oh, well, IT, man, I just, uh, I don't know, I just used to... I, I was the old age of the Simon and okay. the uh, non-volt battery. So just uh, me and my cousin, my cousin, Georgia Tech graduate. Okay. Live in ATL. Shout out to Tim Gant. Come on. But he, uh, he and I would just fiddle around with stuff. We, we was enjoying each other as young black kids, family. Creating. Creative. Come on, that's the hey, thing. So that's we, what got you into it, basically. That we, tinkering with we shit. We did. We had. I had that. Uh, some of, some of these folks ain't gonna know this, but I had this uh, little green football machine. Okay. And what you do? It's got four buttons on it. Nothing like today, but it's got little dots, and you run touchdowns like touchdown, touchdown. But we every time we would run out of battery because we was competing. And it was a simple game. Both of us were smart. He was Georgia Tech. I was Chapel Hill. So we always was battling each other mentally and academically or whatever. But the so y'all fact challenged each other. We, he, you got to have somebody. You got to have somebody if to challenge you. Come on, man. Big mentally. Big this is any relationship that you have. You got to have somebody challenge If you, you don't have nothing that challenges your, your mind. Hey, God help you. Can, 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 let's for a minute. Let's speak on the fact that, like, when we talk about relationships with females, and we talking about even with your relationships with your male friends, your girlfriends, or just your moms, your parents, or whoever you got a relationship, you got to be challenged in those relationships. You can't just always go with the damn flow. And I'm not talking about rocking the boat for the sake of rocking the boat. But what I'm saying is oh, sometimes, sometimes people just, you know, sometimes you got to say what you feel and mean what you say because, like, people will walk over if you don't that's right. what i'm getting it right. and what i mean by early what we were saying like being able to know that you got to have these challenging people i had challenging professors 
I had challenging teachers. Right. My mother challenged me to do better. Uh, there's various people that challenged me to do better. My wife challenged me to do better. Uh, certain friends, you know, we, we you be competitive with. You got to have well, these challenges. But, but let on. me let me interject on this. Okay, go ahead. I was a like I was a really bright kid. Right. Growing up and everything, and I was my mom gave me uh, liberty to say what I wanted to say. Until I crossed the line and got a smack. Okay. You know? But what I'm saying is this. That you have to be like, you've got plenty of people that will say, yeah, I'm uh, challenging and this and that. But you have to be able to back it up. Like, Ooh. whatever you do, Ooh, whatever on. you say, especially when you're dealing with a a population that you claim to respect or whatever come on, come on. you have to be able to back it up and the thing is this so and the reason why I say that is because my mom just recently moved in with me okay and there's let, been, let me ask you oh, a question. how was that though having boss come I mean you know and, and you ain't live with boss in a minute come on now different it was yeah. very different it was <laughs> You know, you it gotta was, change your lifestyle, man. Yeah, man. Y'all mean not saying it like that, you know. Bro, come on was, now, you gotta was, change your lifestyle. It was Shit. Real it was right behind it. It, it was it was you different. Know? And it still is different. Now on this situation though, when you say that though, but mom's moved in as a roommate though. Not like, you know, what I'm saying I mean she came, but more like a roommate this time. No. You no, know, y'all still in that parent situation? What you telling me? No, I mean, no, what I'm saying okay. is mom's I don't ask mom to pay nothing, nada. You know okay. what I mean? Oh, I understand. And so it's called mom's is trying to show me that same respect. Okay. You know, like okay, I respect the fact that I'm older and you're trying to have me, like I had you already as a kid. I took care of you, so mom's getting it back. You know I, I what like I mean? That. Come yeah. on, now. come on. But but the problem is okay. That situation changed. Well, moms, you had me, but I ain't have nothing. I couldn't say nothing. Like I said, I could say some stuff till I crossed the line and I got smacked. Right. But now in this situation, it's different. It's different because mom still being mom. She, she still, still want to say shit. That she still says stuff. <laughs> she still says stuff. And then if I speak up as an adult, meaning. I don't even have to, me and my mom don't have to be in the same city. We don't have to be in the same state. I'm going to speak my mind, you know, can I tell but you I'm going to be respectful. To the people at home, and I like what Big Dog just said. Big Dog said that as an adult, he still has to be able to speak his mind, respectively telling her that she he objects to certain things that are being said or done. And I respect that, Big Dog, because as a, cause see, a lot of people consider themselves grown-ups. And I mean, like, what the hell is a grown-up? A grown-up? <laughs> hey, my, my kids consider themselves grown. But I don't. Guess, <laughs> but guess what? It, I may get a call. Oh, is that a text? I may get a call or text tonight. I, Daddy, can I get this? See what I'm saying? Because, see, I, I think, because, see, well, let, first, let's clear this up. A grown-up and an adult. See, a grown-up, an adult, this is what an adult is. An adult is a person that knows right from wrong. They're old enough. To understand the difference of the two, but and still choose. young enough. Come on, they can still choose. Thank you. Right, still young wrong. enough. There you go, big yeah. dog. Like now, they, grown they, up, they know what they choosing. 
Thank you. Yeah, that's the adult. That's the adult. The grown up, grown up. they just running with shit, yeah. assuming that they know more than everybody else around them. That's and that. you got to take time and people around you and get some of their wisdom, what they got to share for you, because you don't know everything. But them grown ups, let me tell you something. I don't deal with grown ups because they know too right. much. And, and, and let me tell you something. They know so much that they don't know enough. That's what I'm telling you, big dog. And that's why I don't mess with them because they'll get you in trouble fast. But you know what I do? What's up? I I'll deal with them. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me why you deal with them. Come on down. Because, I like to deal with adults because, because the adults because are on they, my wavelength. Because because they need teaching still. Mm. It's called like it's. it's I do. I agree with you on that. I can see it. But see, this is the thing. I can see we were teaching some of them grown ups because some of them grown ups are still open minded, but a lot of them grown ups they close minded to some simple, rational conversations. Like for example, how we just talked about how you've been at your joint for that long. Like some people wouldn't understand that type of commitment, that type of growth. Like yo, we gotta respect it because in this millennium age. Man, a nigga that's twenty eight then already had eight jobs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. In this in this day and time, you know what I'm talking about. And in our area that we talking about, motherfuckers got on and they stayed on. If they got a good job, they tried to pretty much stay max that bitch out to its max potential. You know what I'm talking about, big dog? Oh yeah, I feel you, big dog. Come on, you know, and that's what it was. I got lifetime hustlers. I know niggas that's been hustling all day life. They don't know nothing else. Right. That's it. They in their forties. And they still hustling. Man, I, remember, I got niggas I know when I was young, in my 20s, and I see them now, and they were in their 40s. Man, these niggas in their 50s, and they still getting it in. Yo, I, I've, I've lost, I've lost I, close, close brothers of, of mine. I've lost them off on the hustle game and everything, and... It's called like they ain't get no like Nipsey Hustle. God rest his soul. They ain't get no Nipsey Hustle um, exposure and this and that. But they they call themselves doing good things in the community. They really tried, but I've lost good good close friends, man. But it's called this. It's like if that's all you know, right? You living that life? You gotta live. It. Still gotta have some type of morals or something. Oh, I would say you gotta respect because yeah. here's the thing though. What we talk about is see in the nineties we all had G codes. In the in the twenties it's no G codes. Well, some niggas still hold the G code and some niggas still pass the G code. But a lot of these millennials don't know about the G code and they breaking rules that we wouldn't break. Yeah, and I. I don't even blame them millennials. There's like two more generations behind them. I blame it on them because they get exposed to situations, and then they're also like they don't have no life. They on Twitter and look it all. You older than me, and I. But they have two people that's in the forty nineers. Yeah, he's bad. Go handle that. Come on, now. I smoked yours, I think. Come oh, on. No, not this one. No. Oh, okay. You sure that's one? Yeah, it's like Oh. See? see. People at home. That's what's hitting right there. Come on. Come on. 
Excuse me. Mm. Oh, she had puppies? Mm. No, we have, we have three dogs. But they're puppies? Like See, it, See, that's the one thing about, that's what I'm telling people at home. You're at the airport, you got to be willing to, like, once you see, like, the area of your way, somebody might have corrected you, and you got to be willing willing to um, change up once you um, once you find out new information on new topics. That's what we're talking about, the difference between an adult and a grown-up. See, when an adult is going to evaluate what was done and look back over it and say, hmm, could I have done this differently? Where a grown-up is going to be like, fuck that. I didn't do nothing wrong. I'm doing me. And that's the difference. But um, that's the difference what I be saying about like myself because I'm still growing as a bit all, as the host of the Red Eye Reporter. I'm still learning as I go. Still trying to figure out my exact format on how I'm going to do this joint. And that's what I'm letting the people know at home. We're a work in progress, but we're a good work in progress. And I see the progress and what we're working to. And as I show them, I bring different people in and we talk about various topics like we always do. This is what we do here at the Red Eye Report with a slightly eye red. And that's how we do it. Now, as I was saying, my big dog just came back because we've been getting buzzy. Oh, yeah. We've been getting buzzed in this piece. You know what I'm saying? We're smoking this song, Forbidden Fruits. Let me tell y'all, I've been on, still on my tour. And, um, mm-hmm. boy, we got my big dog over here. Real, yeah, like we got, yeah, hear him in the background. We got my big dog. He came over here, joined with me and everything. Now he done got so fried with me here, because you know how we do here. He ain't even hit it that much, y'all, and he already in that zone, but we have been drinking as well. And remember, no drinking and driving, please. Be stationary or have that designated. Yes. <clears throat> we recommend that. But, again, it's nothing like being fried. So let me ask y'all people, and it's good. It's February finally, so I'm so happy that February finally got here because January was a long damn month, y'all. Oh my gosh, it was just like one of those shits where it was like, was it gonna end? I mean, last week, that was a long fucking week. I am glad today is uh, February 1st, and that's to all the people, fun fact checking if they listen to this. Yes, this is February 1st, a 20, a 20, and I am hitting this fire, fire, and I'm telling you, you should be very, very happy. I hope y'all having a good night, you know, it's a good evening. I got some good company over. That's why I said they come over, join me in with me. But right now, my big dog, you heard him with me earlier, but he done faded a little bit because he done got a little bit too crunk. I'm hoping that he's going to bounce back like Big Shine and come on back in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah. How we do it. 